Remember the episode of Seinfeld when... We're recording. Do you remember the episode of Seinfeld where Kramer had, like, those special, like, mangoes or something? And, like, he got banned from the fruit store so he couldn't get them anymore? No. Yeah, and, like, they were so powerful. They had so much B12 that, like, George was having, like, erection difficulties. He couldn't get it up. And he took, like, one bite of this mango and he was like, It moved! <laughs> so like that, he's like, this is better than a B12 shot. So I had this idea that because everyone's hating on that Cards Against Humanity video, that oh, I would yeah. return fire by just saying troll is shit all day long. They're all PKN. All right, so so on that vein, uh, Seinfeld was ruined because Elaine and Jerry never got married. But Bam. they hooked up plenty of times. They, yeah. they got the sexual tension out of the way. Now nah, they need to get married. That show was ruined without it. Well, they can't get married in prison. What's it going to be, like a prison wife? Now you're talking. I like the way you're thinking. Hey, I was going to lead open every show with a joke. That's, so, that's I have, a great idea. <laughs> I have two jokes queued up. Um, mm -hmm. I will ask you tonight. In my head, I already have one assigned for A and one assigned for B. I'll, oh, and to the listeners, I promise you, every week the joke will be bad. Sometimes just getting progressively worse. But every week we'll have a joke at the start of the show. So, Kyle, choose joke A or B. Always choose B. Always choose B. Okay. Larry gets home one night and his wife, Linda, says, Where the hell have you been? I was out getting a tattoo. A tattoo? What kind of tattoo did you get? I got a $100 bill on my dick, he says proudly. What the hell were you thinking? Why on earth would an accountant get a $100 bill tattooed on his dick? Well, for one... I like to watch my money grow. Two, once in a while, <laughs> I like to play with my money. Three, I like how my money feels in my hand. And lastly, instead of going out shopping, you can stay right here at home and blow a hundred bucks anytime you want. That was joke B. <laughs> Kyle's responsible for it. I picked a good one. All right. All you right, liked it, huh? It was meant yeah, to be bad. bad. All right. I well, I'll we step it down for it. next it's, week. It's, it's, it's a bit predictable, but, uh, but I, can, I, I can stick with it. You know, it's the, the husband wants his wife to suck his dick. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand bucks. who these, these poor sad men are. Like, you, I, you just don't marry a woman who's not into, you know, taking care of your needs. I think it's better now. Like, it, you know, back in the yeah. day, some women didn't blow. Now, all, all women give blowjobs right it, it's yeah, i don't i've literally never met a woman who didn't and if i did i would just laugh at her and i i've dated girls and and they've said the same thing they've been like i've never met a girl who didn't and if she did we'd laugh and laugh it's like <laughs> yeah you gotta suck some dick all right like, like there's nothing wrong with it it's not you know it's there's nothing wrong with it I, I'll, I'll go down on you i have no problem going down on a girl none at all I i'm right there it. with you yeah yeah i like it i like it and yes yeah, yeah. Um, I want her to be happy. I want her to feel good, and she should feel the same way. You suck some ticker. You hit the road, baby. That's it. And I mean, I'm not gonna take no it so more. far as Wings of Redemption. Like, I'm okay if you don't want to. Uh, like, like uh, if you're a cum dodger, I'm okay with cum dodgers. All right. Like, I'm not. Not to the point. Now, now I don't want you to like suggest that you're gonna take it and then not. Like, that's, <laughs> I guess that's a real cum dodger. But but I'm okay with someone who's just like, no, I don't want you to blow up my face. Like, I can relate to that. I have respect for the situation. You know, if this is a quickie and we're about to like pick up the kids from school, I get that you might not want to do that with a hot load on your face. But if there is no good reason not to do this and it's what I'm down for, then, um, you know, you should be good to go. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it, it I'll respect the situation. The situation I suppose. Right. Oh, you know, I, I certainly don't want a girl squirting all over my face, like when I'm about to, like, I don't know, go somewhere where there are hu other human beings. Mm-hmm. I, I get that. that. Yeah. I, 
that's an intense situation, especially if you don't know what's coming. I've been there before. <laughs> there was a girl, and I won't get too graphic, but she was she was on top, and I was just kind of enjoying the show. And all of a sudden, the sheets were soaking wet, and it was powerful. And you needed goggles. Yeah, well, it just sprayed everywhere because it was kind of spraying against me because she was on top, and it was just going everywhere. And I was, I was just going, I was just like, wow, that's awesome. <laughs> more embarrassed than anything, but that was extreme. Uh, I don't want that without warning us. So, so you know, I'm okay if, if, if they don't want to take a full-on scary load to the face. It's just, uh, you know, you kind of go down. Yeah. I don't think there are girls that don't do that anymore. Thank God. So we don't really, we haven't really given a whole lot of. Th- I take it back. We have given a whole lot of thought to the format of this little uh, PKN thing. Yes. But we're not really. But 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 it's not. Um, it's still evolving. It's still evolving. It's not solid yet. It's you know it, the, it, it's still molten. Oh, and, and we should tell people. Um, Merka was meant to be here. Merka Durka. Merka is sick. And he's sick. Yeah. We, so we were like. You know, hey, we'll push it around. We were going to, like, wait until late at night to record it and stuff. But um, he actually left work early today because he's sick. And we'll probably have off tomorrow, too. And, and it just didn't work out. It got to be, like, if we waited for him to get better, then we'd be doing, like, two shows on Friday. So mm-hmm. um, so we'd like to have Merka on this, uh, but tonight he couldn't make it. So uh-huh. uh, I blame Chiz. Absolutely. Yeah. And, we, just... of course, we're going to... See if Chiz wanted to come on, but we remembered you guys hate him. So, <laughs> you know they're turning around on Chiz. They totally are. I'm glad. Yeah, Chiz is getting more support in the comments and the Reddit posts, all that stuff. That's good to see. I think they uh, a lot of people are thankful because they know that he's scheduling guests and handling uh, advertisers and stuff, and that he's the reason that we get got guys like Anthony to come on and stuff like that. Yeah, Chiz is doing good work. Yeah. Plus, I don't understand. Why they didn't just like him to start with? I don't know. To me, he's funny and he's a certain, real douchebag. Like uh, he's like an enthusiasm and entertainment in his tone when he speaks and stuff. I think he's good, but um, uh, and and I think people are also coming around to starting to see that. But uh, <laughs> trying to sync up. <laughs> I like the stick figure guy. <laughs> I've been he's waiting for him for weeks now. He's winking at me. My mirrored camera makes it really hard to mirror your images. It's really close. Like I, I, I'm, I'm actually doing all this stuff. <laughs> uh, so, um, uh, do we need a whole new topic? Yeah. What, what do you want to talk about? What do you want? We can do anything on this show. We could talk about topics, but that seems a little PKA related. What'd you do this week? So, I mean, not a lot. I work a lot. I took Colin swimming yesterday. I am taking him to the water park tomorrow, dude. Colin in the water park. <sighs> Have we it's talked? To, I know you and I have talked yeah. about this, but I don't yeah, know if we talked, talked about, about it to the crowd, like to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, probably most people watching this know I have a son. His name's Colin. He's 11 years old, and he's developmentally delayed. And um, you know, mostly like aside from being really, really nice, he's just like a normal kid who doesn't speak that well. But this year, something cropped up, and that like every so often he drags out these things from the past and makes a really big deal out of it. And one of the recent ones is um, the water park. So I took Hope, her friend McKenna, Colin, and like Jackie to the water park. So basically my family to the water park with with Hope's friend. And um, we went on a couple of rides, including the big slide, that Colin couldn't come on because he wasn't tall enough, right? So this isn't like an act of evil parenting or anything. There's a little thing. You got to be this tall to go on this slide. Mm -hmm. And he wouldn't have liked it anyway because he's... 
he's not like um you know a daredevil like that but he has been talking for months now about how he wants to go on the big slide about how we didn't take him on this and how we didn't you know and, and he's just like like he it really hurt his feelings that he was left out and um and i'm like all right you know then the water park wasn't even open he, like he's been complaining about this since like april and i'm like man we are we've got to get this kid to the water park and being <laughs> like evil incompetent parents we still haven't done it and uh jackie came up to me i guess it was yesterday and she's like you know we'll, this water park is going to close at some point you know we won't be able to go it'll be weekends only and uh i was like well, let's go tomorrow which would be today you know, like, mm -hmm. let's get this done. We got to go. We can't make this not happen. And um, uh, it did get pushed back one day, but we're going tomorrow. So tomorrow morning we wake up, take the dogs to the kennel, and we're going to spend the day at the water park. That's what I was going to ask if you're going to do the – I guess it makes sense. It wouldn't make sense for, like, you just to take Colin and just do the water slide just to, to get that out of the way. That's got to be a full family day, right? Full yeah, yeah, we're doing it right. Excursion. We're doing it big. And, um, huh, you guys twisted – yeah, I don't know what that's about. Like, is it? He, so when I twist my head, he does stuff. But now he's kind of like I'm looking straight at the camera right now, and he's still kind of. Dude, you're so high. You know, Look at your guy. Right? Like he is. Fucked <laughs> up. He's, he's, he's been eating that eraser or something. He's all drowsy. Or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's high on on Mr. Rubber. What were those things called? Mr. Pinky. Yeah. Uh, what the glue? No, the rubber pinky racers. Pinky something, maybe? I forgot. Oh, I don't know. That's but anyway, tomorrow time. we go to the water park with Colin, and uh, I'm going to take him on the big slide until he wears out. It'll be it, He's not big on roller coasters, and I am. Like, it, it, my the whole life, like, I was that kid that, that tried to get away with standing on his tippy toes to ride rides I wasn't allowed on. Uh, Colin's not. Colin's like, uh, I'll sit here. You knock yourself out. And, um, but he's been wanting to go on this big slide for ages. So, um, I'll let you know how it goes. Yeah, that's going to be fun. I, I haven't been to a water park in a long time. I like, haven't so either. That's, that's not really my thing. I like roller coasters, but not the water park. I just don't like being wet, I don't think. Which is why we're going white water rafting next month or this <laughs> month. I'm psyched um, for that. Yeah, I am too. I've been, uh, I wish I had a rowing machine to practice rowing, but I think that's, that's just silly. It's a different motion um, anyway. It's not rowing. It's paddling. Yeah, it's, it's paddling. It's to the side rowing. like that. It's not a canoe. Everyone the, acts um, like we're going to die on these class 5 Everyone rapids. acts like we're going to die, and they don't realize that we're grown-ups, and like, they let 14-year-old kids go on this thing. And <laughs> I'm just not really afraid of too many fucking things, and a river is not one of them. Like, I'd, I'd happily go down that river in almost any craft. I'd canoe down that thing. That, that, should, that would be more... Uh, kayaking down that thing, down those rapids, that'd be hardcore. I'd be pretty extreme. I'm torn, right? Like, so I have no kayaking talent, but based on the videos I see, it seems like people can do things in kayaks that they can't do in rafts. And I wonder. Yeah, I've only done it once. I wonder how long it would take to get your kayaking skills higher than your rafting skills. And uh, I've kayaked before, but never in anything like whitewater rapids. Like I, I, I had a sea kayak that I took out in a lake, and I, I rode a sculling. Um, it's like a rowboat, but like high speed. Um, I don't know. It, it, I imagine that by the end of the day, I'd be a bad kayaker. I I uh I went for a day. I did a day of it, like three hours, and I felt like I definitely improved. And I don't think there's much to it. It's once you get a feel for it, you can go really fast too. Well, like you can. I, I imagine it's one of those things. It's like what is it? Easy to start, difficult to master. Easy to learn, difficult to master. Probably so. I was going down like a, a pretty weak river when I went. I and the other thing is like I don't know what the 
it's obviously too far to look at now. I wonder what the rain's going to be like. Because if it rains a lot right before this thing, then it may be a more hardcore version of the river. Or if it's been dry for a while, it may be more of a pussy version of that river. So that could we'll be. See. Or if it's dry, you might have more exposed obstacles. It could get rough. I think it depends on yeah. the river. Some of them are worse yeah, dry, and some true. of them are worse after heavy rain. But I'm definitely psyched about it. Chiz is dropping weight. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Chiz is dropping weight. That's a good way to put it, because Chiz has gone on like a starvation diet. He's yeah, that's ah, too hardcore. He. So he's juicing. He's doing kale juice, and uh, I remember the kale. I don't remember what else he's doing, but no, he, it's not many calories, and it's not much food. I think it started – you can Google it. A lot of people have been wanting to know about his diet. So there's a mean green juice. And, oh, yeah. I'm familiar. All right. Okay, so the ingredients in that are cucumber, celery stalks, apples, kale, lemon, and ginger. Um, yep. He, at this point, has diverted from, like, the real mean green juice recipe because he's, like, some sort of juicing expert. And um, and he'll just, like, look around the fridge and be like, you know what? This could use a taste of strawberry or, you know, let's get, like, a, a kale drink, but we'll give it some, like, green apple, Granny Smith apple or something to, like, you know, mask the horribleness that is kale. And mm-hmm. um, I have a kale What's story. kale? Seaweed? No, it's it, it's not seaweed. It's grown on land. It's kind of like a long lettuce, but it tastes like bad and bitter. And okay. so I've I've seen it. I just didn't know where it originated from. To to wrap up on the juice thing, he's juicing, but it's not directly the mean green recipe. He's just doing that, and he doesn't eat anything else. And in two weeks, he's lost like I was going to say twenty pounds, but I think it's actually seventeen pounds. And um, he may he hasn't weighed himself in a day or two, so it may have gotten better since then. He's still mm-hmm. sticking to his diet. But yeah, he's on a starvation juicing diet, and he is just dropping weight like nobody's business. And um, I'm impressed. I'm, I also would like to drop some weight. I've dropped three pounds so far, but that's nothing. That's bullshit. You can fluctuate that through the day. But uh, I'm going to try and follow him down and see, uh, see how sexy I can get. So you guys are going to be nice and starved and pale and weak when we get there to paddle for our lives. I love it. I will be, of those things, only pale <laughs> is true. <laughs> I think it's going to go really well. I, I don't think there's any danger um, unless we were to like just jump out of the boat like idiots. But Yep. That's so, true of that a lot of... That would make for good of... footage, though. Um, dude, so when I first met, or when I first started eating with Jackie, right, so this is like 20 years ago, uh, I'd have dinner at her family's house, and they made kale. Like, kale is like a regular part of their diet. And they'd be like, how do you like it? And I'm being polite, so I'm like, oh, this is great. Thank you so much. I love it. But I didn't, because it was fucking kale, and kale sucks. And um, so then once they heard my praise for it, they served me more kale and more kale. And I got kale at every goddamn meal at her house for like five years. Before I was like, Jackie, can you pass the word along? <laughs> the kale is terrible. And uh, it's still <laughs> like a running joke for 15 years now. You know, they're always threatening to make me more kale because I ate a lifetime of it. They would, they would make me my favorite meal. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like it very much. I've had it before. I've had, those, I've had that same juice that, I, that, that you were describing a minute ago, especially, and I remember the ginger specifically, so it's that exact same one. Is ginger not, good? Like, I, I couldn't tell you what ginger really tastes like. I, I don't remember exactly either. I just remember that was one of the, one of the ingredients at the end. And I remember that it's, that's what it was, and it's green. It's, it's obnoxiously green. 
Yes. And, uh, yeah, it's really, really it's, green. It doesn't look tasty. I no, it doesn't know. look tasty at all. And and mm. I think if you were to throw some other color in there, like tomato or strawberry, mm. it wouldn't become a better color. If you take green no. and mix it with anything, it doesn't suddenly be, get attractive. It looks like pond scum. Like it's a dark, awful green. Yeah, like yeah. It's gross. Now, if it you, really want, you know like what would scum. help, I think? Throw a little mm. pineapple juice in there. That helps everything. Yeah, I think if you threw some pineapple juice, it wouldn't change the look of it, but it would definitely sweeten it up. I don't know. I'm, I don't think I'm going to be much of a juicer. I like chewing my food. Mm. Smoothies would be okay, but but I like unhealthy things in smoothies. Like my favorite smoothie is like peanut butter and jelly. And that's not good for you. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, I have a family drama. So really? apparently my mother talked to my sister-in-law. And for whatever reason, she talked all kinds of shit about Jackie. <laughs> like, oh, no. I know, right? God, mom. Your mom said this stuff to your sister-in-law? Yes. Yeah, to my brother's wife. And um, she said that she was really disappointed in that we turned out to be, and get this, Obama lovers. Does that oh, not sound God. like a little racist? Oh, wow. Right? Right? She's like, your you mom said this. That we turned out Your to be... Your mom thinks that you're an Obama lover. An Obama lover. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And and I bet there are people listening to this who would agree with her. But in, in reality, like, I feel like I like some policies and I dislike others. I, Yeah, you're not an Obama lover. <laughs> That's the thing. <laughs> Uh, like, uh, you know, you're pretty rational when it comes to your politics, mostly. I think so. Like, I'm pro-gun and Obama's not. He He's not been enthusiastically anti-gun, which helps, you know, because he just didn't do anything. But... Um, he tried, though. He, there was, he, he tried. He, uh, he did what they call saber-rattling, right? Like, he tried to motivate people to do something about it. When it didn't work, he just gave the fuck up. And, um, you know, so I know his heart is in, according to me, the wrong place, but you know, whatever. I liked what he did with healthcare, did the best he could. That'll be his, you know, signature bill. Um, you know, he's whatever. I don't know. He's had some I good like things. Him. I like him less than you, but I don't think you're an Obama lover necessarily. I, oh, whoops. This should be look like that. Um, I don't like his spying crap. I don't like, I don't know, politics talk, but whatever. But yeah, she called us Obama lovers. And, what are we going to uh, do about this? What are we going to do about it? Yeah. Uh, I assured Jackie that she was wonderful. And um, she also said some other things. Like she, like, she like threw stones at Jackie's homeschooling abilities and stuff oh. like that. I know, wow, your right? mom's mean. <laughs> that day. And uh, um, I'm trying to think of what else. She, you know, she's like, I don't know, is, is Colin learning this? Is Colin learning that? Whatever. And it's like, dude, no one has ever worked harder to teach more. And, and you know, and, and I just started throwing stones back, you know, privately. I don't know if my mom will see this, but um, it was like, you know, hey, one of you guys went to college and one didn't. Guess who's who? Mom. Huh? Huh? You sure you want to throw stones? You want to talk parenting? You fucking took off for over a decade. You know that year? Not year, remember? And I finished high school, like, practically failing out. Remember how I, they had to, like, rearrange my study hall so I could get more credit just to make it through? You know how I only made it into college because I could swim? That was your parenting, Mom. You, you sure you want to throw stones? Yeah. Remember when I tried to kill myself? Our kids are happy. Go ahead, Mom. Talk more shit about Jackie's parenting. That's the kind of stuff I said. Your mom's totally going to see this. It's going to be a big deal. <laughs> you, just, you just messed up, Obama lover. <laughs> None of this should be a surprise, though. 
right? Like, I don't know. I bet nobody's ever laid it all, uh, listed it all, and laid it on her like that. That's true. This is probably a new format, but she shouldn't have talked shit about my wife. All right. Yeah. You can't be doing that. I don't like that. I've had a. Uh, that doesn't work. It doesn't work if you're 40, and it doesn't work when you're 20. If your parents don't like the guy or girl you're seeing or whatever, like, they should keep their mouth shut. That's the best way. I mean, obviously, obviously, keeping their mouth shut isn't gonna like end this thing with you and Jack. <laughs> that's, that's not the way to do it. But um, uh, like like a, I just remember like growing up and and especially and like recently, like having my parents not like the person I was dating and just being like, "Well, fuck you guys. I'm with her." <laughs> like she's, she's that's not gonna work. Well, that's, well, that sucks. Did, did it bother Jackie? Um, it, it seemed to be bothering her this morning. She hasn't been like dwelling on it all day or anything. She's got yeah. stuff to do because she's a busy, active, engaged mom. She took hope to fencing, even though it's not within walking distance. Is that a fucking miracle, mom? Mom, can you believe that? A kid got involved in a sport that requires them to be driven to it every day? Unthinkable back in the 90s, huh, mom? Huh. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we could make PK in this every week. We just cover some of your mom issues. Like <laughs> <it>. <laughs> we should have your. Now we have to have your mom on for like a confrontation round. Wow. I'd like that. I'd I don't like, know if that's what, a good idea. With like me reading the card and you just kind of say, like, Mrs. Gamertag. <laughs> <laughs> According to what you did in like read it off a list. Yeah. How do you respond? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that, that's I wonder what what prompted her to uh, to come up with all that all that stuff. That's 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 like, especially the Obama thing. I guess they they've been watching a lot of Fox News. Huh? They're they, I swear, there's a thing that happens to not all, but some Republicans. And like like for example, you're a Republican, but I don't think of you I, like I, I don't this. I don't consider myself a Republican. If I had to define myself, I would say I'm a libertarian. Okay. Uh, if I, I define certain... myself, I say I'm an independent. I don't think that's how other people define me, but it's how I'm registered and it's how my voting history, uh, you know, it supports that, that claim. I voted for uh, Democrats and Republicans and I'm registered independent. So bam. But, um, some Republicans and I, I guess not you, but are just, you know, whatever their issues, people, and this is where they want to go. And they just tend to line up with Republicans more. And then there are some people who submit themselves to voluntary, 24 by 7 brainwashing right and they'll just like everywhere they go fox news is playing in on, on the tv in every room so it can be heard throughout the house and then mm. when they hop in their car they're listening to like either religious tapes or sean um, hannity or hannity or limbaugh neil bortz. Uh, i'm sorry was that oh, neil bortz yeah, yeah yeah and and i don't know if this is a global thing i wonder if like you could take this same thing and say it's true in like the UK. We're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, my grandparents, all they do is listen to like, you know, whatever, Watson and Holmes and, and those fuckers just, you know, like brainwash their grandparents. But um I, I just sounded they sounded like English names, Watson and Holmes. Oh, but that's <laughs> Sherlock Holmes and Watson is well, I fucked mm -hmm. up. So anyway. They're English. There, that works. So um uh, anyway, yeah, I wonder if around the world there are like right wing people who just brainwash and they have these like devout followers who spend all their time, now. like listening to religious ministries and like, like, like my parents, they anxiously await the rapture. Like that's a thing that like, Oh yeah. Yeah. There's lots of people that are like that. That's, I, and, and we're in the South. So I think we might have a higher concentration of them, but, yeah. uh, 
um <laughs> anyway <laughs> i'm tilting my head and winking at you back yeah I see. <laughs> so uh um uh, what was I gonna, yeah, we're in this house, so we might have a higher concentration. We, but my parents are definitely one of them. And what's weird is that, you know, they're not dumb. They're not dumb. Like, I, I, you just wonder, like, how can you... I don't... Okay. So whenever they make a, like, decision in their life, they pray about it, right? And they hope that God, like, helps them arrive at some sort of solution. And um, like, even... It, pray has become, like, a synonym for think. Like, you know, like, ah... Oh, whatever like yeah I'm pray a, on it. i'm at this dilemma yeah yeah let me sit and pray on that and i'm like really like you just use like divine magical forces to help you with daily like issues like I, it, and i sit here and wonder like like okay hypothetically let's say that um the clutch in your car started slipping would you mm -hmm. pray on that or just use basic fucking troubleshooting that everyone else uses for every problem that ever introduced into their life like that that's just a thing right you know like be a real problem for me to need to pray on it like, yeah. like it would have to be out of problem. my hands you the know? ones where i bug god the creator of the universe that those are those are the same kind of problems that you know life-changing stuff you know family members dying in a hospital or something like that like maybe your car is on fire and you're still in it but if the clutch goes out, nah, I don't. I don't go to God. I go to like, I don't know, Meineke or AutoZone or something. Like, like, I'm not a religious guy. But if you were deciding whether or not to put your dog down, and you said you wanted to pray on it, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, you know, I can see where you're coming from. That, that's okay. But um, you know, they pray on all that shit. I don't know. If, should we get a new car? I'll pray on it. Really? That Ford versus yeah. Chevy thing. God doesn't enter the picture for me. No, and the whole <laughs> longing for the rapture thing is a weird thing for me. That's a, it I, feels I really my, selfish. Right? I, can, I remember my mom saying something about that one day, one time when I was a kid, and my dad was like, I don't want to hear that bullshit. I got a whole, <laughs> these kids have a whole life to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they do, and they will. Like, don't say that shit. He's like, well, he's coming. Jesus is coming. We ain't coming anytime soon. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's... Uh, <sighs> He's not really coming. He might be. <laughs> He's dead. He's not. It's not gonna like. It's, it's 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 possible. He might he might come back. It's possible in the same way that like I might be magical. You like, might be. I might be. I might have just never discovered my ability to like move shit without touching it. They may have just lost your letter to Hogwarts. Like they they could oh. have been anxiously awaiting you for the last thirty years. You don't know. <laughs> I should There's just way. jump in. Right, yeah. I'd be there with like all the freshmen, me and like a very young Emma Watson. It's Watson, right? Yeah, but I, I think they start it. at like seven years old, though. So you'd have to start with some really young kids. <laughs> I, I, I've told this before, but like I, I learned to play hockey in my twenties. I, I moved from um, Jersey to Pennsylvania, and there was no beach anymore. I couldn't surf, so I was like, "All right, I'm going to learn to play ice hockey." And uh, I'm there, and there's like 150 people on, on the ice, and I'm mm -hmm. the only grown up. It's me and 150 <laughs> kids, all age between like six and 11, learning to play hockey in Pennsylvania. And uh, Jackie's sitting in the stands, like with all the other moms. Oh my God. <laughs> but she's not a mom. So yeah. So, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm like way faster and like my slap shots way harder than like all the seven year olds. And uh, Jackie, like mockingly beaming with pride, it, it, <laughs> she's like, that big one. 
that, that one's mine. <laughs> He's getting so big. Grown <laughs> man out there dominating those children. <laughs> um, oh, I was so. T- no. I um, um. So like, this is like towards the end of all the courses. Uh, basically, like the parents came in and everyone was like showing off and whatnot, and the kids are like shooting on net or something, and uh, I sucked, you know. So so keep that in mind. Like I'm not good at hockey at this point. I never got good, good, but I got competent. I'm a hockey player, and um, uh, anyway, I took a slap shot, and the thing was like four inches off the ice and fast and hard, and it hit some poor kid in the skate, and. Uh, Rather than, like, shake it off or anything, the kid dives. Like, he just, like, it fucking drills him in the foot. And rather oh. than, like, act like it was nothing, like I'd hope he would, like a good hockey child would, he, like, he picks his foot up and, like, nose dives face first into the ice. Oh. And I'm, I just continued to skate like nobody saw it. <laughs> and then like But everyone I, saw it. Oh, yeah, obviously. Like, all his friends came over to, like, see if he's okay. And, like, another adult coach skates over there. And uh, blood on the ice. Yeah, and I'm like trying to mix in like with all the other kids, like fade into the background. But <laughs> except you're a foot and a half taller. I'm six feet tall, and they're all like nine years old. <laughs> like, oh man, I totally didn't mean to hit, mean to hit this kid. What but... happened to little Mikey? The big guy. The big guy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there was one point where we like played against each other. And it's weird because, like, even though I suck at hockey, I can dominate all these little kids. And I'm trying to figure out, like, what the right level of competitiveness is. But I don't want to lose either. So, like, we're behind one and I just go, like, coast to coast and score because they're children. (laughs) Was there not, like, a young adult class that you could have, like... That would have been ideal, right? No. In Pennsylvania, by the time you were 20, you knew how to play. Maybe you just kind of hang out outside the rink and look for some old ex-player you could get to pay $20 an hour. The sign-ups didn't say, um, like, that it was a kid's class. So I was a little surprised that, uh, that like, there were no other kids there. And then on the first day or two, um, there were some parents there with their kids. So I was like, all right, you know, even though I'm the only grown-up taking this course, there are some other grown-ups, like, here on the ice, and, you know, they'll... Maybe they'll think one of these little pipsqueaks is mine or something. Mm, but then by like week four, like I was the only tall person week that was Week four? A, you yeah. kept going after you took Mikey out? I want to say it was a once a week class and I took Mikey oh, out way man. toward the end. Yeah. Damn. It was like an oh, wow. eight or 12 week like thing where you went every Saturday or something like that. And uh, so I had been playing roller hockey almost daily and I played that in Jersey too. But um, but I had, I was new to ice hockey and I just needed a little instruction help me get mm-hmm. you know fast forward my uh learning curve in the children's class that's uh it's good ego booster yeah that's awful yeah there that's were things awful. oh dude i was Imagine. fucking awesome in the children's okay i could tie my own skates there was a talent i learned all these oh, other kids they like the parents are pulling their skates tight or they have these tools they, their fingers aren't strong enough meanwhile yeah. i'm tying my own skates like a boss you yeah. drove yourself there woody <laughs> That's another thing they can't do. You know, like you can also leave the arena unattended. Like, like, yeah, right. A lot of things. Like, I had enough change in my pocket to buy a drink. It's kind of badass I was. Oh man, this I hate to go back to Seinfeld references, but this is just like the time Kramer was bragging about his karate classes, and it turned out <laughs> he was in the children's class kicking twelve-year-olds' asses. 
I actually did that. Yeah, yeah. Not karate, but but yeah, hockey. That's... Hockey. I just imagine. <laughs> I'm just imagining you putting some little kid in the end of the wall and just just like dirty hits that I've seen. Just but you doing it to a child. Hmm. Yeah. It. It's funny because you're on YouTube and I think people expect you to be like outstanding at everything. And, uh, you know, I learned to play hockey as a grown up. I didn't have like the hours and hours of like practice that a high school or college player would at my best. Um, I did play in the A league in North Carolina for whatever that's worth. And I was below average, but not the worst guy on the team. I was really a B league player. And, um, and that's where I was. If I were to play now, C might be more appropriate, you know, cause I get older every year. <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, you got no choice. Yeah. Yeah. But, I wish uh, you could. That would be that would be something that would be really valuable if you could pay to to de-age yourself. How much would that like cost? How much would five years be worth? To and how much would you pay? Off? Oh, I'd pay a lot to knock five off. Would you pay hundred grand a year? Oh, that's right. It's that's no joke. Lot, huh? All of a sudden, you're like five hundred grand. Well, shit, that's a lot of money. Um, and you're what twenty seven? You don't need five years off. Yeah, I'm 28. I'd like to rewind about. Three. Yeah, I'd like to suck five off. That'd be nice. 23. Go I think you're going too again? far. I think 25 is a good. If I could pick an age to have just stopped aging. <clears throat> oh yeah, if I could just stop somewhere, 25 is a good place. Yeah, I, you might even want to go a little older, like 28. That's true. Because the thing know. about 28 is it gets you some professional success. If you're 25, you're definitely going to have age holding you back in the workplace. Hmm. But once you hit like 28 or even 30, you're still athletic. Um, And and I feel like if you're not athletic at like 28 to 30, that's on you. You know, a lot of people are not athletic at 28 to 30, but a lot of athletes peak around that age. And and, and to me, what that says is if if you're willing to put the word, what it says is you're not, your life has been refocused in some way that stopped you from hitting your athletic peak at 29 to 30 or something like that, you know, and that's okay, right? Maybe you're dad, maybe you're like focused on work. Maybe you're a breadwinner. Maybe you've got a fucking mortgage to pay and you can't pay, like spend all your effort on playground basketball anymore. Like I get that, but let's not make excuses and say, Oh my God, I'm 29. There's my problem. No, no. The problem is that you reorganized your life in some way that, that you're not there. So I think, 28 to 30 is a really nice age to stop. Uh, once you pass 30, there's not a lot of reason to keep going. Not if you're, no, I don't think so. I, I mean, career-wise, so I guess it would help. I think a little silver in your hair and you're eligible all the way to like CEO. But um, but you're giving up some stuff too. You know, you're giving up like easy weight loss and maintenance. You're giving up a lot of athleticism. Um you become invisible to younger people. That's an issue. You kind of forget. And, and it, <laughs> drifting on, uh, it, I was reading on the web, this 80-year-old woman mentioned that one of her complaints was that nobody touches her anymore. That that at 80 years old, like, you know, not even a hug. You know, like, people are, like, repulsed by her. Yet, mm-hmm. you know, as a guy who's halfway there, I'm like, ah, oh, but you know in your heart, like, that hasn't changed a ton. Like, you're still you. You still think you're funny. You're still whatever. You, you know, you're a little bit naughty or whatever, you know. But but to the outside world, suddenly, you know, you're invisible or even yucky. Yeah, like, yeah. When people get really old and they start turning into, like, prunes. Yeah, and women in particular... I almost shrink. think of them as having a smell, right? Like there's some sort of like <laughs> out of date perfume they're wearing. Old people smell. 
and and I don't think it's a skin or like a I think it's just they haven't adjusted to a smell that you might like, you know, because teenage girls have a smell too, and it's fucking delicious. That <laughs> that was so pedo, yeah. But <laughs> but you know, eighty year old women have a smell, and it's not delicious. And you're just like, you know, you need to get this. Wow, that was something else. Oh so, my god. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, I was going from memory. I was thinking like, like the, the infatuated Holy young shit. woman, wo young Woody, just and smelling a girl's hair and being like, "Oh my god, this is so incredible." But um, uh, yeah, like someday you'll be eighty, and I'll be ninety, I guess, something like that. And yeah. um, uh, hundred. <laughs> I don't think I'm twenty. No, not twenty years. Well, I'll have paid for my anti-aging by then. Oh, good call. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, that, like that's something that like when you get really old, you start thinking like, yeah, no one will even want to touch you anymore. And you might miss like all physical contact when that drops to zero. Mm. Hmm. It seems like a rough thing. Yeah, that's that's when I take myself out in a big fire explosion. Or something. I'm just thinking that like, like that's not a, that's not a bad option. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want to live until I'm all wrinkled up and worthless and like can't enjoy life. I, I want to live until life isn't enjoyable anymore, See, I think. But when I was 17, I felt that about 30. I was like, I'm not going to live till 30. Fuck that. You nah, know, I could enjoy 50, 60, 70, but I'm just don't But know did you I have that same it. thought process at 17? Probably so. I think so. You know, I I I could enjoy those things. I could I could adjust, you know. They're they're there's plenty of things to do when you're 50 and 60 that I okay. think are fulfilling and fun. I just don't think, but once you get all like 85, 95 and like poor condition and all wrinkled up and shriveled and shrunken and bent and fucked <laughs> up, I don't want any part of that. Because as a teenager, if you told me 40, I'd be like, I don't ever want to get that old. I'm going to fucking end it before I hit 40. That sucks. And if someone had explained to me, no, 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 Woody, Woody, trust me, it's cool. You play video games all the time. You make a living running the best goddamn video game server the multiverse has ever seen. And, you know, your wife is awesome and your kids are cool. It's not so bad. I'd be like, what, really? Like, no, I, I thought 40 sucked and now it doesn't. And with the benefit of that, like, transition in my own head, I, well, I can totally see how 50 would be cool, right? You know, you fast forward a decade maybe a little more than that the kids are out they're like self-sufficient uh we start nagging them about grandkids um would that be too old nah she'll be like 26 or something yeah start nagging about grandkids and uh and you know like we're just it, it, we're almost back to the pre-kid thing but it's post-kid and that we're just kind of living life to enjoy ourselves traveling doing stuff whatever hopefully by that time you know we've got like well, need to earn any more money and we just sort of live off savings and investments and uh 50 is awesome but at 50 will i see the value in 70 or 80 mm -hmm. maybe my mind will change and that's where i was headed on this maybe yeah that's what you mean at 50 i'll be like dude 70 is not so bad just fucking like do crafts and no one needs anything from you and you watched tv Crap. i don't know what 70 year olds do this actually sounds pretty shitty yeah i think 70 year olds have more I guess it depends on the 70-year-old. It's up to you as a 70-year-old what you do and how well you've taken care of your body, I guess. Yeah, that's a big thing, too. Like, um, I uh, I went camp ended camping or hiking on the John Muir Trail, and uh, we saw this guy who was, like, mid-60s, and he was good. 
he was faster than most of our group, but not me because I was curiously fast at hiking. And um, but anyway, he was like keeping up with me. And in his younger days, he had held the record for um, the fastest guy ever to to walk slash run the John Muir Trail. And uh, we were like hanging out with him and talking to him. We were talking like gear with him and what stuff people would like. And and uh, he just became like a model of who you want to be when you're 65. Like he's yeah. he was interesting. He was athletic. He was there with some girl. You know, he's like 65 years old fucking her on the side of the John Muir Trail. And it was like, I want to be that guy when I grow up the rest of the way. And um then when we got to the end of it, we got to sections that you could get to by bus because this was like deep in the woods. And um, you saw like the other 65 year olds, the people who thought that walking up an incline to see like an interesting rock formation was a lot of work. And they served as practically a cautionary tale for what happens if you're not the other guy. You know, it's like, yeah. look, there's a fork in the road here and you can either keep yourself fit and stay active and stay young at heart and young in body, or you can do this other thing where, you know, you get bigger and bigger and, and to the point where you fall apart at 60. Yeah. Yeah. These guys had like, like kegs under their t-shirts, you know, I'm trying to describe a, a beer belly that's extraordinary. And, uh, you're like, that's the other path you can take. Mm. I don't know if I, I think you. I don't know if you have to be a world or like a record-setting hiker to do it. But I, I think as long as you eat moderately healthy and stay moderately active, I think it's when you just turn into a, a ball of sludge that you really fall apart at, at your, in your in your later years. But the better I think the better you uh, try to keep take care of yourself, the better you'll be. Though I had a swimming coach, and um, the, the guy was a record-setting butterfly swimmer. Uh, when he was in school and he was only like 30 right so picture out of college for like eight years and uh, he was fat he was really fat like he was short so he didn't carry weight very well and um but to look at him you describe him as like a pretty round person and uh at one point like he would drive us to the meets and stuff we were just like what happened you know i saw your yearbook <laughs> and you were hot and now you're not and um, in some ways, he was really cool. Like, you know, he's a swim coach still. He owned a strip club. That's what he did for a living. And uh, he owned a bunch of strip clubs. But he was like, you know, man, like, you get out, you live kind of a party lifestyle. Um, you know, you gain like two, three pounds. Do that for like, or gain, you know, two pounds in a month, two pounds in six months, whatever. But just stay in that one direction for 10 years. And, uh, you know, think about it, man. 10 years is 120 months. It only takes a pound a month. Half a pound a month? Half a pound over the course of a month is nothing, right? But if you just yeah. keep doing that monthly, that's 60 pounds in 10 years. Like these big numbers, uh, they, they, it was like, ah, oh, I can see how that would happen. Yeah, it just sneaks up on you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um which is why I'm cutting weight now. I was like, ah, you know what? Yeah. I saw the number on the scale, was not happy fixing it. So, I'm not sure I'm not sure if I approve fully of the uh of the uh the kale juice diet, but I'm not going to judge and I, I think you will lose weight and I think Jizz is obviously losing weight and whatever it takes to get him on the zip line. Yeah, yeah. It, it, and and the, you know, like he's I, gonna be the fastest zipper there because he's gonna be right around like the maximum weight. He's gonna be right around two fifty. I'm kind of with you on the not sure I approve it thing, but then you see Chiz lose like twenty pounds in a couple of weeks, and you're like, well, fuck. 
That's like a superhero. Remember how I talked about gaining it slowly just now? Like, hey, you know, you don't pay attention. Five years is 60 months. All you need to do is gain like half a pound a month for 60 months in a row and you're 30 pounds over. And then you follow Super Chiz over there. And in like two months, you lose it all and you just fix it. Like, well, fuck. I hardly care if like it puts strain on your liver. My liver's we'll fine. See. I'm not a drinker. We'll We'll see how strong he is when he gets there, and he's got to carry the raft, and he's got to walk up a lot of hills and stuff, and mm. maybe he has to pull himself back out of the water. We'll see how it goes. We will. We will see how strong he is, and, and I was actually thinking along the lines of, like, breaking diet a day or two in advance. You know? Yeah, getting some energy. Get it done. All right, do You know, down 20 pounds. Time for steak. <laughs> and yeah, I... I uh... I think I think we should do some kind of a steak on the trip. I haven't. Actually oh had yes, a, I actually had a steak yesterday, but I, but I want another steak. I'm like, I... did I lose you right there? All right. Uh, looks... I, I kind of oh, want to order some meat and cook it myself, but I'm not. No audio issues. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Can, um, but wait, can you hear me? Uh, I missed some of it, but I think I got the the vibe of where you're going. You definitely want to have a big steak meal on the trip, and you're considering cooking it yourself. Yes, that. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Do you cook it well? I don't know. I, I think it's pretty easy. I, I've cooked steak be steaks before. They're never as good as a restaurant for some reason. But Jackie I think cooks, I them, cooks them as good as a restaurant, but not all the time. And, mm. uh, and I'm, I'm working with a chair and a whip to get her perfect. <laughs> a chair and a whip. I don't know what you do with the chair. Good. Well, there's repercussions of the whip. So. Oh, God. <laughs> Keep her back. Um, yeah, I'm not sure the right way to do it. I know that like places like Morton's and those high-end steakhouses, they've mm -hmm. got like one of those crazy hot ovens. It's like, I don't know, maybe a thousand degrees in there, and they're like searing the steak, but like... I think Jackie you can get has a, like a frying pan. Like it's a really serious, heavy, big cast iron frying pan. Uh -huh. And the oven, and I think it's some combo of like a little oven, and then she like sears the outside of it on the frying pan, ah, and, I see, and calls it good. And uh, and like what I'm trying to, <laughs> she's good at cooking steak. This is gonna sound like she's not, but what I'm trying to to nail into her, who is um, I never complain when it's undercooked, never, ever, 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 ever. I will complain if it's overcooked. So if you're going to make an error, go in the under direction. I Absolutely, still love it. because you can always throw it back on. You can throw it back on, or shit, just serve it to me undercooked. I'll eat it. I won't say a word. I'll like it even. That's why. But um, Yeah, I've only ever had one steak that I thought was undercooked, one or two maybe, but I've had a bunch that I thought were overcooked. Yeah, if you were to ask me, I'd say medium rare. But if I had to have a second choice, it would definitely be rare. And yeah. it wouldn't be medium. So. Medium's not so bad as long as it is medium, but like I get it sometimes and it's like, well, this is almost well done. I don't even fucking want this. There's no way I'm paying $40 for it or something. Like if it's a good steak, I, I want it medium rare so I can actually taste the thing. I don't want them to burn it. Yeah. So yeah, maybe do a steak on the trip. That'd be good. Maybe. This has been a slow week for me. I didn't really do much. I've been trying to get a few things together, but I just can't get, get uh, the wheels turning. Jackie had warm. jury duty yesterday. Did she get out of it? She did, but she didn't like try to get out of it. It, it just, they just didn't. didn't want her. Yeah, they just didn't pick her. The um, I'm trying. She she didn't. They didn't 
I don't think tell her what the case was about, but the questions led that. Oh, oh. So the guy hit someone else with his car. I think it was a woman. And it's like four years later, and now she's suing for pain and suffering. And uh. like there's some... You would have to hear the case, but the questions were things like, have you ever gone to a doctor for a checkup and left out some of your symptoms? Have you ever like, you know, had a neck injury in an auto accident? Have you ever, you know, um, I forget if the question was hit and run, but there might've been something about that. And, um, you just listen to it and you're like, yeah, who the heck knows? You know, you'd have to hear the case. Um, do I always list my gigantic fucking extensive medical history, including all the surgeries and things I've broken and stitches I've had? No, never. I just tell you what's relevant to you. Keep your mind out of my own, my medical records. Um, and, and also it's boring. Like it's t to write that stuff out <laughs> like yeah. on, on, you know, on a clipboard on my lap, I'm not going to do it. So, um, so I can get that on the other hand, you know, like if you're going to the doctor and your back hurts right after an accident, like you'd mention that, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, probably. Exactly. Maybe, they probably, bad, but not um, always, yeah. right? And a lot of times you might just be like, well, this will probably go away. And, you know, then if it doesn't, that's a thing. I don't know. It would have been an interesting case, but I'm glad that Jackie's at home instead of in court. I almost got, uh, I've only been selected once, and it was like a year or two ago, and I did not want to be any part of it, and I, I kept reading stuff online, like how to get out of it and all this <laughs> stuff, and I got in there, and it turned out to be a rape case, and I was like, I really don't want any part of this, and uh, and finally they just let me go. I think I may have said something about, about my religion, but I don't remember, because mm. it's been three years. Maybe that was my goal if they wanted me. But. I, I've probably been selected for jury duty like four times. Only once I've have ever had to like actually show. And because you can like call and they'll tell you the night before that you don't have to go. And um, the time I actually showed, it was, there was nothing to it. Like they didn't even ask me any questions. And at the end, they dismissed us at like the end of the day and assured us that even though we didn't serve on a jury, the threat of having a jury there is what helps them actually solve their problems without going to court or something like that. So yeah, that makes sense. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it's, it didn't feel that good. It didn't feel like we solved a case or anything, <laughs> but I, I wanted to like yell that. something comical when I was in there. Cause like I could, you know, they were deciding where they want, which of us they wanted for this case or whatever. And meanwhile, like you had the lady who said she'd been raped and the guy who supposedly had done the raping in the courtroom. And it was like, I wanted to be like, he didn't do it. We all know he didn't do it. <laughs> I just wanted to yell something, like in support of him or like something. So you're one, a pro-rapist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to present a pro-rapist stance to get out of the jury duty. I, ah. I did not want any part. I did not want any part of that. You know, all. everyone has the same kind of like crazy thing. Like if I was there, I'd tell them, you know, that I hate black oh, no. people or I hate it was so rapists. It's a courtroom. It's silent. Like everybody's being very professional. The judge is there. There's cops there. Like everybody's wearing uniforms. And it, no, you don't. You, it would be extremely humiliating to have you. And, and like one of my dad's friends was also like on the jury. <laughs> like it was, I wasn't gonna yell anything insane. But I never hear anyone who does do that. Who does say wacky things to get out of jury duty. Mm. Like no one ever actually employs that. They just talk about it. And... Well, you don't want the judge to do anything to you. I would be afraid that he, I don't know, hold you in contempt of court. And Did you see Ocho Cinco get, like, in trouble? Uh-uh. 
All right. So forgive me for going all misogynist here, but this judge is a woman and that becomes important, made a terrible decision. So here's what happened. I'm almost positive it was Ocho Cinco, who's a, he used to be a wide receiver in the NFL. And he was kind of Chad known, Johnson. But... It's not Chad Johnson, is it? Is that his real name? Might be. No, it's, it's Terrell Owens, right? No, no, no. Ocho. Why am I? It's All right. It's, uh, it's Chad Johnson, right? Or is it, why am I getting them mixed up? I'm Googling here. It's got to be Terrell Owens. And I just had it mixed Ocho up. Ocho Cinco, it's definitely that. And Chad Johnson. Chad Johnson ah, okay. is right. Ocho Cinco. Okay, that's squared out. So anyway, here's the deal. They're reading his, uh, like, the results of what's going to happen to him. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what he did. One second, please. I just wanted to, I, They were giving him probation. And um, the story almost isn't what he was on trial for. Yeah, it was probably something kind of, like, mediocre and lame. I, I doubt he'd beat anybody up. It's more likely he did something stupid um dramatic rant by a judge in court directed at former i swear it's really difficult to find an article about what he actually did but anyway they were just giving him um probation probation and then on top of that like he had to like agree to go to counseling every week or something along those lines mm -hmm. and uh they were they were talking and, and they were telling um that his attorney did a really good job for him and or they were like you know are you happy with your attorney and he said yes and they're like well you should be your attorney just did a fantastic job for you he represented you well etc and he's like i'm really grateful for that and uh she's like you know without him you wouldn't be getting away with just probation so what he did is he like it, they're like standing there at a um at a lectern which is what mm -hmm. everyone calls a podium but that's not what a podium is but they're standing there at a lectern and um and they're both sort of standing upright listening to the probation and like counseling uh verdict being read to them and he gives his attorney like a butt slap and oh, um yeah. and <laughs> here's where the thing goes the court kind of giggled right and the bailiff like looks back at like either other people or at the camera or something and he's smiling too and the woman goes ballistic well <laughs> i'm kind of exaggerating maybe but she's like is this a joke to you and he's like what no and she's like everyone's laughing and he's like i you know like I, like he doesn't he seemed like a deer in the headlights like i don't know why you're mad at me right now and you know she's like why you know why are you making a mockery out of this did i just see you pat your lawyer's butt <laughs> and he's like yeah just you know like and uh, good job yeah right and then here's the thing a good job is exactly it she seems unaware that a pat on the butt in athletics is good job. I don't know if this is a, a global thing or whatever, but in U.S. hockey or Canada hockey, Canadian hockey, I assume too. Or, or football, I know football, basketball, baseball, baseball, basketball. Guys give each other butt pats, and you know it's not because they're they're sexually attracted to each other or whatever, but it's a thing. And I don't know why butt pats is a thing. The first time I ever got a butt pat in sports, because swimmers don't do it, I, I was like, huh, yeah, like one of the cool kids now. I just got a butt pat. And um, yeah, it's just like a nice job, dude. Good job. You know, you hit a home run, you get you get slapped on the butt. You know, you yeah, you, you steal a base, you get slapped on the butt. Something like that. Right. That's a thing. It's kind of like it's kind of like slapping a horse on the ass. It's just like nice job, dude. It's just kind of a I don't know. It's it's not sexual at all. 
Although there's been some, there's a really good Key and Peele sketch about about the guy who does it too much. Like he's slapping every, he's like slapping everybody's ass. Like that's his thing. They have to have like a, a confrontational moment where they're like, no more ass slapping. I got a Key and Peele's it. I like I, even more. I think he's Dominican, so like he he's English. He's like, yeah, it's what I do. I slap the ass. And they're like, no, no more. <laughs> but in court, she felt like Chad Johnson was making a mockery, and she was really upset that everybody was laughing. And, and she's like, you know, you're making light of this. And he's like, I'm not. She's like, well, everyone's laughing. And he's like, like, if, if Chad Johnson was a better speaker, because I think this is what he was thinking, was like, I'm sorry everybody's laughing. I didn't mean to make them laugh. I meant to congratulate my attorney. But he couldn't quite get those words out like that. And she decided that uh, the original light verdict she was going to hand down mm. is null. And mm. they're going to like come up with another verdict on another day and that's oh. as far as i know where it is yeah so oh, she's gonna i mean it who knows she might cool off she might get re-educated in that time and be like you know what she might not give a fuck overnight my husband clued me into the nature of butt slapping and i realize now that it's not the same thing as a butt pinch that you might give someone you love or or mock a dude that you're friends with a butt slap is a sports thing and and i, I didn't realize it when I got mad yesterday, that's possible, but mm -hmm. I think more and likely. And coming from and now, a butt slap coming from you in court would be more ridiculous, of course, than one coming from Ocho Cinco, a lifelong professional athlete. Yes, that's true, right? This guy that's is the thing so. Too, you got to keep in mind. Yeah, th this guy has spent so much time in like locker rooms and athletic fields or football fields, I'll say that uh, you know that that's his life, right? Whereas my life is more normal life, dad stuff and whatever. So, um, like like you said, but for him. Like, when I saw him pat his, his attorney's butt, it was like, oh, look, yeah, that, I, that makes sense. He's Ocho Cinco. But the attorney, not the attorney, the, uh, the judge didn't get it because she's a girl. And <laughs> in some ways, unqualified to judge the actions of Ocho Cinco. You never know. Maybe she's been playing softball her whole, whole life and slapping a lot of girl ass. And she knew exactly what it meant and just thought it was disrespectful for the courtroom. But I think regardless. that's really unlikely. I think it's yeah, much more likely that she just didn't understand that a butt slap is a good job and not a butt pinch, which is either a I'm fucking around with you or I think you're hot. I think maybe she just doesn't care. She feels like her courtroom was disrespected. I mean, they wear those robes and everything. They take that shit seriously. I don't think it was a didn't care. I think it was a didn't know. Hmm. Maybe a little both. But regardless, I bet he wishes he hadn't done it now. Yes! Oh my god! I'm sure he wishes he could take you know, that back. His, his lawyer is like, you done fucked up. Uh, his lawyer like, You was get to write me another check. <laughs> his lawyer did try to explain, like, I don't think he meant it like you think he did. But no one could quite get out the words. Like, I don't... Do you understand that you know, that just means good jobs on the a good job on the football field, and and that's all he meant by it. He, there was no intent to mock your court or you know dishonor you, but no one could quite get that explanation out. I bet she knows it now. I bet she's heard five hundred thousand people tell her what a idiot she is because she know. doesn't know. I don't like. They, I've seen a lot of judges freak out when someone does something in their courtroom that was a little bit silly or funny or crack a joke or something like that. Like they don't I, like that shit. You're right. But she misinterpreted it. That he wasn't doing anything silly. Okay. He was saying good. The there was a minute and a half conversation about how good his attorney was, and that led up to him giving him the pat on the butt. 
You know, do you realize, are you happy with your attorney? Yes, I'm happy with your attorney. You should be really happy. Well, I am really happy. He seems like he did great. Because you wouldn't have gotten a light verdict like this from any other attorney. Oh, well, great. And then he gives the attorney a butt slap. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's how that went down. So, yeah. Ocho Cinco getting the book thrown at him because... Uh, mm. Maybe it's, it probably still won't be too bad. They, they, they rarely lay the hammer down on those guys. They, I mean, they just seem like they get chance after chance after chance. Lindsay Lohan could literally do some coke <laughs> and drive the wrong way down the highway right now. And we know what she'd get. Like, it'd probably be some drug treatment and probation. And, I mean, they might give her three months in jail. But that's it. If I got drunk, if I, if I got high on cocaine and went the wrong way down the highway right now, you wouldn't see me for a long time. <laughs> and I'd be forever changed when I came back. Like, it wouldn't be a Lindsay Lohan type experience for me, I don't think. Or any normal person. Well, poor, poor Chad Johnson, I guess. I guess he can afford it. Yeah, that's... <sighs> so, I'm trying to think of what else. Is there anything I wanted to cover? Hmm... Mm. Why do I think there's some new development with your parents? There's not, right? No, I don't, I don't think so. We were talking about my sister earlier and my hatred for her. <laughs> do you want to cover that? I, I think I've covered it before. It just, it's just like a lifelong like silvery, um, sibling. like. No, I don't. Okay, this doesn't make sense to me, right? Because you, you talked about how there were like physical altercations and, and how there was mm -hmm. like a lifelong like Kyle versus sister kind of thing going on. But mm -hmm. she is both younger and female. It seems like you would have her physically and do your age mentally. Um, How was this a competition? Uh, well, you know, she it wasn't it was never kind of a thing where like she would beat me up or anything. It was mm -hmm. more along the lines like we would fight over the remote control, for example. Like uh, that okay. might be the now, argument of the day. If there was a little girl and I fighting over the remote control, I would just mm -hmm. grip it harder, pull it towards me. And then play like stiff arm defense. Yeah. Then she takes her left hand and she claws you from your elbow to your wrist. Uh, <laughs> and you recoil in pain. And then she grabs a weapon. What the fuck? And, she's, and she says, try to get it again. She might go for your face with those claws. Like, you know, that's how it goes. And if you yank it away from her, which I've done, like, she might just jump on you and try to take it back. You might push her off, keep her away, keep wow. her distance and like... So Sit this is a situation in which she has benefited from a lifetime of your chivalry, right? Yeah, I've never laid her out or anything. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, oh, are we removing skin from the elbow down? What do you know? I'm awesome at that. I've skinned like a hundred deer. Are you sure you want to play this game with me? <laughs> yeah, he's far, you know, we in the weapon, the weapons would sort of escalate. So it might start with just something handy, you know, like... It may even just be a pillow, but I can swing a pillow really fucking hard. But, you know, it might be like a, a plastic bottle with like a little soda left in it. Or, a, you know, she goes into rages, so she might throw something glass or metal or sharp. Or She threw a fork at me one time, and it, it just happened to, like, I don't know, Steven Seagal just right and went blades first, prongs mm -hmm. first, I guess you should say, into my foot. And so hard. Like, it was one of those things where she was in a rage, and she was like, she was she's a, she just she just screamed and threw the fork at the ground as hard as she could at me though, and it stuck in my foot like a like something out of a movie, like stood up stuck sticking in my feet, and I had the three prong marks in my foot or three or four no, or whatever it was. Like like I picture me working trips a lot, right? Like she comes at me, I sweep the feet, 
sweep the feet? What are you, the Karate Kid? I could no, do that. It's, yeah, it's more I could like, totally it's more do like that. she takes Bingle Roach spray and like pours it in your drink when you're not looking. That sort of thing. What? She put like yeah. poison in your food? Yeah, one time. She, see this, she's playing way too mean, right? She play, oh, that's the thing. Like, 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 that's why, like, you're like, well, I just give her the old stiff farm. It's like, well, she's not going to be like, well, they gave me the stiff farm. Guess I'll go to my room. No, she's like, how do I defeat the stiff arm? Baseball bat. Like, or, or, like, or like, you know, broom handle. And sure enough, you know, you get whacked with a broom handle. It's hard to throw a stiff arm. So you got to get your own broom handle. So then we're having broom handle battles. And, you know, it, it escalated. It would always escalate. My cousin's sister was the same way. He's got a, a mark on his forehead that he's had since he was like 14 where she whacked him in the head with a 2 by 4 I still think there's a there's a kindness on your part that... Oh, totally. They like, would I've have never... run out with me. Like, I, I, like, oh, are you clawing, say, my forearm? Sweep her down, knee on chest, until she's, like, asking you to let her go. I, that, that was not my uh, mode of operation. It just wasn't. I, figured, I always figured I'd get in a lot of trouble. If I, it, cause, and that's I a know, question, too, right? Like, if, well. if I'm a parent, the first time, I'm like, Kyle, what are you doing? You're older, and you're stronger, and you're a guy what's happening here and you're like dad you know like I, she tried to steal the remote from me and i gave her the stiff arm and then she tore my arm up look at it and um first time maybe i still don't believe you because you're a guy and uh you know i act like the police and then like the <laughs> second time or third time where this continues and it's like wait a minute she threw a fork at you wait a minute she hit you with a bat wait a minute she poked you with the brooms Okay, I'm gonna give her no, a name. See, that's not, Susanna. That's not how, what the hell's happening here? That's not how they handled it. It was more on the lines of like, we don't want to have to deal with any bullshit, so just keep it under control. So like, if I had said something like that, I'd be like, all right, well, you two can't be alone at the house anymore. You're just gonna have somebody's gonna have to stay somewhere else. You know, that would have been the ruling. And I wanted to go home after school, so yeah. I just fought. I just fought in the the Thunderdome every day. So yeah, that, that's how it was. But she you, was, she was you really didn't annoying. win, and you totally could have any time you wanted oh, to. Won. Oh, I won a lot of times. It was just, you know, sometimes it would get so bad that I had to just go and lock myself in my room, though, because she'd arm herself so well. You know, sometimes she'd get something sharp. Or she, you know, she'd get a knife or, um, you know, something really big that, I, that you know, she'd crack my head open with. Then you just got to run. So, so, you know, retreat back to the bedroom, lock the door, um, arm yourself. You know, just in case she makes it through the barrier. <laughs> this is insane. Was, uh, yeah, yeah, she was hardcore, man. Like, she what would you, if she came at you with a, a kitchen knife and a kitchen knife? Um, if people don't know what a kitchen knife is. They might think of a regular steak knife, but this is the one that's like two inches thick and like eight inches long. Did she ever come at you with something like that? Uh, I don't think so. Because I don't know it what I like do. It small. It seemed like it was a steak knife. Um, I just ran. You know, you just run. Away. I've had that happen like three times where somebody came at me like a steak knife or something because they were either like insane with rage like some people get but I never do and I don't I can't even comprehend it or um, uh, drunk I had a roommate get drunk and come out with a knife one time and but he was kind of like laughing maniacally which was scary and so I just went and hung out in my car in the parking lot till my other roommate got home the general rule of thumb in which I feel like you can't go wrong is you know if a girl hits you you hit her back just as hard if a guy hits you, you hit him back twice as hard, right? If you can accomplish that, <laughs> it's not a bad rough guideline. But I swear, if my sister was pulling this shit on a repeated basis, 
I might rock the twice as hard for her too. It might be like, you know what? <laughs> Just knock her out one day. There's a. Well, it doesn't have to be a knockout, knockout, right? It could be a tackle. It can be a pin. You know, what if you just sat on her belly? Pin both wrists behind her and did that thing where you like spit but then suck it back in right after it. <laughs> what if you were like, uh, you know, what? one thing from now on, every time you and I get into a fight, it ends this way. <laughs> <laughs> For one thing, she's very strong. Um, I could probably pull that, but not without taking some serious injuries along the way. Like, she'd have fucked my face up and uh, and pinched too. Like, like, yeah. You underestimate how bad it hurts if a girl really wants to hurt you and she's got fingernails. Like, she could really do some serious damage by the time I get her pinned to the ground. She's you know who can really do some and... serious damage to your sister? Me. I think... <laughs> Kyle's sister... It's time for you Stands to meet no a... chance. Fight me at PAX, bitch. Let's go. Huh? What you got? No. When you come down here, I'll get you to beat her up for me. <laughs> I totally you take your sister. told me what you did. <laughs> Sweep the leg. Fucking... Right. I was being like, yeah, get her, Woody. <laughs> <laughs> beat me up. No, she, uh, she was always like that. She was hardcore. Um, she's, she's got more of my dad's temper than I do, for sure. Just goes into a rage, you know, sees red and starts coming after you. And, uh... You know, you just got to be the bigger bigger person to escape the incident. You were That's the bigger person, did. which is why it's her obligation to escape, as you put it. Small well, person I does mean, the escaping. That's the rule. She was more committed to the, the, the battle than I was. I guess that was part of it, too. Like, like I felt like if I pushed it too far, I could get in some trouble. Like, if I punched her in the face, like, mm -hmm. I'd get in a lot of trouble for that. I feel like even if I punched her in the stomach, I mean, what, it'd be my luck. I'd, like, break a rib or something. Right. Like, it'd be something like It'd be some ridiculous scenario, like like rupture her, puncture her gastrointestinal tract. Yeah, now she's yeah, septic, all because her like, big brother abused her. Beat her, yeah, yeah. I'd be <laughs> that guy, like that sixteen-year-old we saw, like beat the child. Like that's probably what it was. He probably just like tripped over the kid and bumped into her or something. <laughs> like, no, the kid fell like down a flight of stairs on some Legos. When you said no, your like guy was, was so expressive. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. But yeah, I just, I just, let's let her win the battles. Um, yeah, I, man, as much as you know, I could. and I'm goofing no, want, off about this. I'm not really pro woman beating, but I don't think that my little sister would be able to push it as far with me as she did with you. I, I think that there would be an eventual like, all right, it's time we sorted this out. You know? Oh, and, there were a few. There were a few where like she had to retreat the room, and she was the one that was pouting, or like she was the. I, I was just like, nope. This fucking remote control is mine. I'm taking this thing. I'll defend it at all costs, and I got a broom. No, okay. <laughs> so the the rule in my house growing up was, um, you know, whoever had the remote first got to keep it, unless it, dad was in the room, at which point he got it. What was the rule in your house? How how would she ever? How would the it, wrong the person room. ever think they were entitled? Um, I don't know. It it could be a it could be a couple things. Maybe she got it first and I wanted it. Maybe she had it Dang. and was just watching garbage TV and I had something I specifically wanted to watch. Or m there were mm. some scenarios where like, and I would take it to a to a. I talk about her taking it to a, a high level physically with the weapons and stuff. But if it was a situation where like she got the remote and I couldn't get it back, I would ruin her television watching experience. I would turn the breakers off, turn the power off the house. <laughs> I go out. I go outside and get up on the roof. We had satellite television, and I just cut my hand over the part that sends the signal, and I just sit there. <laughs> just, just fucking, 
Or, you know, I can remember I put a piece, I like put like a Dixie cup like over it one time, just block the fucking signal, satellite doesn't work now, no TV for anyone. You know, then maybe after a while she abandons the remote, I scoop it up, go turn the satellite back on, you know, something like that, just out smarter. But uh, she caught on to that after a while, and then, you know, we're paddling outside next to the satellite dish for control of it. <laughs> so <laughs> I still think that story is fucking amazing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do whatever it takes. You know, I, I, I would go as, you know, maybe I would just, and it was childish, too. Maybe I would just walk up to the TV. You know, it's got the satellite receiver on top. I just press the uh, channel button of what I wanted to watch and then put my hand over the receiver and just watch it from there. Just standing next to the television with my hand over the over the uh, satellite receiver, watching my TV show from there. So then she'd get the television remote and turn the TV off, and then I'd have to turn the TV off back on and then like use my knee to block that receptor. So I'm just standing there in, the, in like an awkward position, holding my hand over this thing. It was it was always a battle over that goddamn television. I don't know why somebody didn't just buy somebody just didn't get another cable box so that we could have satellite in our rooms and we wouldn't be in the living room fighting uh, to the death yeah in hindsight that would have been great we'd have found something else to fight over though we don't really have that problem in our family like it usually isn't like there's there's pretty much two TVs and it's always enough for everybody well I mean how many TVs did your family have well we all had TVs it was a matter of having the satellite hookup because back then it wasn't a thing where they're like, yeah, we'll do every room in your house for eighty nine dollars. It was like, you get one satellite receiver, it's two hundred dollars, and like, if you want another one, it's another two hundred dollars. And I think you had to get it. I don't even think you could do. I think it still had to be the same channel. Like you couldn't watch multiple channel channels simultaneously then. So yeah, we did. It was we, all or nothing. We have two Netflix streams. That seems to be all we ever need. Yeah. Also, you know, you've got laptops and iPads and stuff like this. Yeah, so. and then that. Like, we had a Nintendo 64, which was hers, and she would never... I never got to play on her Nintendo 64, not once. Not once. Got no <laughs> clue. And she had Paper Mario. I wanted to get GoldenEye. Not not happening. My Real brother fun. had a um, Super Nintendo, and uh, he had Legend of Zelda for it. I would play that thing all the time. And one time I got so mad, I kicked a hole in his wall, because it was in his bedroom. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I... <laughs> There's some shame associated with that. It was like, everyone knows what happened. You were being an idiot child, and you raged over a video game. So much so that you kicked a hole in the wall. And of course, I had to hit it, like, perfectly right between the joints. Like, if you kick a hole, if you, if you kick a wall and you hit the stud, you're probably fine. Probably just holds up. But if you hit it right between the studs, you're going to punch a hole in it. And, and that's what I did. And it was big. It was, like, three inches or something. And... Uh, it, like there was no hiding it there's I, so they made me fix it but i didn't have the skills to fix it so i'm like i don't even know how i'd begin to do this like anyone can just put spackle over something but when you have to put like the tape on it and cover the hole or make a patch or whatever the hell it is that you do uh, in the end i think i gave my brother who did have the skills to fix it 35 dollars. i was like hmm. <laughs> you know so here's the repair money are we square now and that's how it ended so hmm. That was painkiller nearly. Did you want to... We're, I'm afraid we're an hour and 15 minutes in. They're just going to demand that painkiller already... No, that's about painkiller right. Painkiller nearly yeah. Yeah. is going to drift towards four hours too. No, no, we can, we can knock it off here. I think it's going to be a little bit different next time. I think I really do want to pre-record those phone calls. I try... Uh, so, I don't know for everyone who didn't hear it. My goal is to pre-record some prank phone calls so they're actually like a hit the first time so I can, you know, because it takes... 
even my pre-recorded ones, it took me like an hour to get four good calls, and then like three or four minutes a piece. So like it takes a while. But I messed up the audio, so I lost them. So I think I'm going to do that a little bit next time, and hopefully get Merca too. On a different topic, I'm always getting this like, why don't Merca and the guest and Kyle all give their audio to Woody, and then it's perfect because it'll never cut out or anything. This is why, my friends. This is why, because about it, it, between all of them, every time something would go wrong. Every time. Yeah. Yeah. The the, the odds of, it, of Kyle Merca. Chiz and the guest all recording themselves well uh, are, are very... Slim. The guest especially. I think I could handle it. I could I could set two recordings. I, I wouldn't fuck that up. But really? some of our guests in particular aren't so tech savvy. I'm just going yes, by PA really. plays. Well, if I were recording just myself, then I'd just use Audacity. It'd be really easy. Okay. I could set Audacity and, Scott and, uh, and even Sony Vegas or something like that. I could have multiple programs just recording my end. That'd be easy. The, the trick comes in for some reason because I've got so many devices hooked up to this computer and I don't know, maybe some carelessness. And, uh, and that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was Painkiller Painkiller Nearly. Painkiller Nearly, episode, episode one. one. <laughs>